In sports betting, the holy grail for any gambler is the big parlay. It's the quickest way to make a ton of money, and that is what we're going to do here every single week. I'm Chris Horwoodell, and this is my quest for unimaginable riches through impractical odds. Welcome to In Pursuit of a Parlay. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of In Pursuit of a Parlay. I'm your host, Chris Horwoodell. We're back after one week off and this is an incredibly exciting weekend of football that we have. We've got college bowl games. We've got other outstanding college football playoff games. We've got week 17 in the National Football League. All these games matter. And we've got an inordinate amount of backup quarterbacks playing to, to gum up the works here. As always, I have BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me. As you can see, if you're checking us out on YouTube, if you're listening on your favorite podcast provider, thank you for that. Like, share, comment, rate, review, do all that stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, comment, subscribe, smash that like button. Feel gross saying that. Let's get right into this week's matchups. We got three college games I want to talk about. The first of them is right here, noon on New Year's Eve, number nine, Kansas State, number five, Alabama. And we're showing that Alabama is going to win this one outright about 72% of the time. Now, Alabama, the number five team in the country, 10 and two on the season, first place in the SEC West. But a little bit of a weird year for Bama. Only 3,000 yards passing from Bryce Young coming off a 4,800-yard year last season. Obviously, the receiver core wasn't quite the same. Their leading receiver this year, Ja'Cory Brooks, 37 catches, 623 yards. With that said, Bama's offense is dynamic as always. 278.3 yards passing is good for 23rd in the nation. Nearly 200 yards rushing a game good for 28th. And 408 points per game good for fourth in the country absolutely outstanding team don't buy the hype maybe they don't have the gigantic names on offense other than Bryce Young but this is still an incredibly talented unit for K-State number nine team in the country to finish the season 10 and 3 on the year second place in the big 12 and they're a running team it's what they are the passing game below average, but the the running game, 209.6 yards per game, good for 15th in the country. Good offense, 31st in the nation, and points scored per game, 33.2. We're showing Kansas State's going to cover this one about half the time, but I don't buy it. I think Alabama's got something to prove here. I think they're going to be pissed off that they're not playing for the right to win a national championship because that is the expectation there. So we're going to start off Bama, minus 7, minus 115 at Bavada for our first pick of this parlay. And, uh, and ladies and gentlemen, I do believe the number at the end of this one is going to be a big one. As I always say, hitting the parlay is hard. Pick and choose, do what you want, take what you like from me, combine it with your own picks. And let's, let's try and make some money here. Let's try and make some money. Let's try to have some fun. Good times. Our second game, we're getting into the college bowl games, the college uh, playoff games here. Can't stop saying that. Number three, TCU. Number two, Michigan. We're showing that Michigan's going to win this one about two-thirds of the time outright. The Horn Frogs were 12-1 and on the season. The TCU Horn Frogs, first place in the Big 12. 
And they have a dynamic offense. Max Dugan is a guy, the, he was a Heisman runner-up. He's going to be, probably going to be an NFL backup quarterback for a very long time. And on the outside there is Quentin Johnson, their superstar wide receiver, 903 yards on the season, 53 catches, 5 touchdowns. And the Quentin Johnson versus Keeley Ringo matchup is going to be one of the most fascinating individual matchups for all of this, uh, this college bowl series. Getting to Michigan, they were 13-0 on the season, num- finished the year number two, first place in the Big Ten East. And their running game has been spectacular. Number five in the country, 243 rushing yards per game. They're number six in the country, 40.1 points per game. And going back to number five in the country, 13.4 points per game given up. The defense is stingy. The offense is powerful. And uh, this is makes for a very good football team, as you would imagine. We're showing that Michigan is going to cover this one about 75% of the time, and I 100% agree with that one. We're going to take Michigan, number two in the country, minus seven and a half, minus 110 at Bavada, our second pick of this parlay. And I think this is stuff, these are picks you can feel really good about. This is, like I said, going to be a very big number at the end of this thing, and I feel good. I feel like we're not making concessions. We're not risking too much, though you might disagree with me with uh, some of these selections coming up. Let's talk about our third and final college football matchup, number four, Ohio State, number one, Georgia. And this is, of course, the matchup I was talking about with Keely Ringo is, of course, Marvin Harrison Jr., not Quentin Johnson. That may be, may be a look into a national championship game. This has been a, it's been a long day, long week, long couple of weeks, so apologies there. We're showing that Georgia's going to win this one a little more than half of the time outright. Ohio State, the number four team in the country, 11-1, second place in the Big Ten East. And much like with Alabama, a little bit of a downturn for their superstar quarterback, C.J. Stroud, threw for substantially less yards this year than he did last year but part of that is the offensive line part of that is uh, the running game not being what it was mayan williams the the leading rusher this year 817 yards did score the ball 13 times and uh, having some injuries in the wide receiver core though marvin harrison jr stepping up and becoming potentially the best wide receiver in the country did not hurt things look for a, a very big game from marvin harrison jr ohio state is 14th in the nation in passing yards 294.2 per game 27th in rushing yards, 198.5. The second team in the nation, number two in points scored per game, 44.5, and 13th in points against at 19.3. For Georgia, 13-0 on the season, first place in the SEC East, and they were balanced. Stetson Bennett was a steady-handed quarterback, not spectacular, but... This isn't a team that relies on any one guy. They don't have a 1,000-yard rusher. They don't have a 1,000-yard receiver. They don't have a 4,000-yard passer. They're just a lot of very good players on this team. Leading rusher Kenny McIntosh, 709. Leading receiver, sophomore tight end Brock Bowers, who was spectacular, uh, 726. Look for Bowers to blow up next year. Georgia, 18th in the nation in passing yards per game, 284.9. 17th in rushing yards, 207. 11th in points scored, 38.7, and 2nd in the nation in points against, 
incredible defense. A lot of guys who were looking like first round picks, including Keely Ringo, including Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith and the like, giving up 12.8 points per game. Tiny little number. We're showing Georgia, gonna cover this one more often than not, but shocker. I think this is the big upset of the college football playoffs. I think the Ohio State offense is going to be difficult for that Georgia defense to keep up with, especially the passing on the outside. Marvin Harrison Jr. versus Keeley Ringo. We're going to find out if Ringo's for real or not. 100% we know Marvin Harrison is. I'm confident in that. We're taking Ohio State money line, win outright, plus 195 at Bovada on this one. Big upset. And our parlay three picks in up to plus 953. Let's turn our attention to the National Football League right here. First game on the docket, Arizona Cardinals at Atlanta Falcons. We're showing the Falcons are going to win this one about 78% of the time. The Cardinals announced today that uh, actually just before recording this, their starting quarterback is going to be David Blau. David Blau, the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, not Trace McSorley, not Colt McCoy, who they're playing it safe with in terms of the injury. This is the 64th different starting quarterback in the National Football League this year is David Blau. And the Cardinals become one of two teams along with the Rams who have had four different starting quarterbacks this season. Insanity. Utter insanity. And there's a reason David Blau didn't make the Lions team. He is not all that good. Spoilers. We're showing that... uh, the Cardinals are going to have a hard time, is what we're showing. Cardinals are 4-11, and fourth place in the NFC West. You just, we don't know what this team is. Uh, can David Blau and New Hopkins get together and make it work? I question that. For Atlanta, this will be the second week where Desmond Ritter is going to really not have to worry about any sort of uh, any sort of looking behind him, worrying about Mariota, worrying about anybody else. I think they're going to open up the playbook a little bit more, let him try and do a little bit more. And that's why I feel good about this one. Falcons minus five and a half seems like a big number, but I honestly think it might be a little bit bigger. We're showing that the Falcons are going to cover this one about two thirds of the time, and that's where we're going to land. Falcons cover minus five and a half at Bavada, minus 110, our fourth pick of the parlay and that is going to bring our number all the way up to plus 1910 and there's there's more to come absolutely more to come here our next game the chicago bears versus the detroit lions as you see me scrolling here on the screen we're showing the lions are going to win this one outright nearly 70 percent of the time the bears are three and 12. they're in fourth place in the nfc north and north and inexplicably Still going to let Justin Fields play despite the injuries. Doesn't make sense to me. Shot the guy down. He's the future of that team. Keep him healthy. But but what is the Bears offense? If Justin Fields isn't allowed to be Justin Fields, we know he's not a guy who's going to pick you apart from the pocket. If you take away that running ability, you take away what makes him dangerous. And I think that's what we're going to see this weekend, quite frankly. The Lions are 7-8. and eight. They're still technically... Alive in the playoff hunt, a win would do uh, do a lot to push them forward there. They are second place in the NFC North. And you know, Jared Goff has been, oh, I want to say, I don't want to say revelation, but pretty darn close for the Lions. It looks like he's going to end the season somewhere 
in the vicinity of 4,400 yards passing, 30 touchdowns to single-digit interceptions. Good enough for sure to continue to be their quarterback going into next year. They're eighth in the NFL in passing yards per game, 254.9, mid-tier rushing team, fifth in points scored, 26.1, and absolutely positively dead last in points against, giving up 26.7 points per game. But those those numbers, that 26.1 versus 26.7, are a lot closer than they were early in the season, speaking to the improvement we've seen on this Lions team. Despite a weird loss to the Panthers over the last couple of months, uh, months where they have won six of their last eight games as they try and go for the playoffs. And they got a decent shot. We're showing Lions cover this one about 75% of the time, and I could not agree more. Lions minus six, minus 110 at Bavada, our next pick on this parlay, and that is going to bring our grand total up to plus 3737, plus 3737 after five picks. Next game we've got on the schedule right here, Cleveland Browns at Washington taking on the Washington Commanders, and they go back to Carson Wentz. The former number two pick in the draft resumes that number one seat in Washington. They bench Taylor Heineke. I'm not sure what that says. Heineke hasn't been playing terribly, but this seems to be Ron Rivera's way of trying to hold on to this this number uh, seven seed in the NFC playoff race, which they currently sit in. We're showing Washington wins this one a little bit more than 50% of the time outright. The Browns, 6-9, fourth place in the AFC North. And they've just, it's just been a weird team all year. Looked, I, 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 despite the fact that they, the winning percentage was a little bit lower, I think they've, they've looked better early on in the year under Jacoby Brissett than they have Deshaun Watson, who, who has been pretty terrible since coming back. Turns out missing two years of competitive football does have an effect on a person. Uh, Nick Chubb has been a star, 1,344 yards rushing, 12 touchdowns. Amari Cooper cracks the 1,000-yard receiving mark for the Browns with 1,004 yards going into this Week 17 matchup. The Commanders, 7-7-1, seven, seven fourth place in the NFC East, but as I said, still good for seventh place in the NFC playoffs. Going back to Carson Wentz, this is just how much of a connection can he immediately regain with Terry McLaurin. Uh, Chase Young back for... Washington, which is going to help out a defense that was already good, giving up 20.9 points per game, good for 11th in the NFL. Now, the numbers say Washington covers this one more than not, but I it doesn't feel right. The why I think Washington is going to play tight, trying to hold on to this playoff uh, playoff position. I think Cleveland's got nothing to play for. They're going to let Watson play a little more loose. I'm going to take. Cleveland Browns money line plus 110 at Bavada for this sixth pick of the parlay. And that is going to bring things all the way up to plus 79.59 after six picks. Told you we are not screwing around this week. Let's get to our next game, and we're going to go to a 405 start on New Year's Day. New York Jets, Seattle Seahawks. Showing the Seahawks are going to win this one outright about 60% of the time. The Jets are 7-8, third place in the AFC East, and they're going back to Mike White. You know, they Zach Wilson got the start last week, was benched for Chris uh, Streveler. Mike White will gut it out. He'll be able to play this week. And I just, I don't know what this team is other than a very good defensive team. They've given up 18.8 points per game, good for fourth in the NFL, 
that's with the offense doing them basically no favors at all. Uh, the offense has been inept, minus the rookies who Brees Hall looked very good before he got hurt, and Garrett Wilson's probably the offensive rookie of the year at wide receiver. 71 catches, four touchdowns, almost 1,000 yards receiving through uh, 16 games. Four through 15 games, well, four for Wilson. For Seattle, you know, this also a 7-8 and eight team, second place in the NFC West, and it is, what, regardless of whatever he says, this is a little bit of a revenge game for Geno Smith. Smith has cooled off after a really hot start, but still going to finish the season over 4,000 yards passing, likely over 30 touchdowns. Kenneth Walker III's been a revelation, no surprise there. The guy's a stud. Uh, 803 yards rushing and nine scores. DK Metcalf cracking 1,000 yards through the air with 1,005 and six scores. Seattle's an offensive team. They're ninth in the NFL in points scored per game, 24.3 points per game. Pretty bad defensively, giving up 25.3. Good for 29th in the NFL. We're showing that the Jets cover this one slightly more often than not, but not where I'm going. Seattle outright money line plus 105 at Pavada for our seventh pick of this parlay. And that, as you see, gigantic number, bringing things all the way up to plus 16, 420 through seven picks. Our final game we're going to talk about here, another out of, well, two out of nowhere starting quarterbacks, really. We're going right here. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. We're showing the 49ers win this one outright about 85% of the time. For the 49ers, it's... Brock Purdy football, but it's still business as usual. Efficient, good offense, despite whoever is hurt any given week. And the defense is downright dominant, giving up 15.3 points per game first in the NFL to go with the 25 points a game they score good for eighth in the National Football League. For Vegas, they're a mess. They're going to be starting Jared Stidham this week. They sent Derek, home, uh, Derek Carr home as to not be a distraction. He has played his last down with the Raiders, barring an unimaginable and unforeseen development that would have to also include Josh McDaniels being fired. But I don't think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to eat that, that coaching contract just yet, given all of the John Gruden stuff. The Raiders, a solid running team though. Josh Jacobs seems like he's pretty much done with this organization as well. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. He leads the NFL in rushing yards. That's the fortuitous time to do so. 1,539 yards, 11 scores. They're, even with that, the Raiders are only 15th in the NFL in rushing yards, 121.7. 12th in the NFL in points four at 23.2. And 9th in the NFL points against 23.3. This is a team that should be better. But it's it's not going to be Jared Stidham who gets them there. I, I feel pretty confident in saying that. We're showing the 49ers are going to cover this line nearly 99% of the time. It's a big one, minus 10, but it's not enough, quite frankly. We're going to take the minus 10, minus 105 at Bavada as our final pick of this parlay this week. Gigantic numbers on the screen, plus 32,154. Huge numbers. I believe it's the by far the biggest number of the season. This is going to be such a fun weekend. Thank you for all of your continued support with the show. If you're watching on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. If you're watching, uh, you're listening to this on the Spotify or the podcast provider of your choice, rate, review, uh, leave a comment, like, follow, do all that good stuff. You know what to do at this point. Thanks for so much. 
Thanks for so much for listening. English, good. I've been Chris Wardell. This has been In Pursuit of a Parlay. Enjoy the weekend and uh, an early happy new year to y'all.